The following podcast is brought to you by Podcast Your Passion, a simple, easy-to-follow course to help you to create the podcast you've always dreamed of. Visit bit.ly forward slash pk dash pyp today to find out how to create the podcast you've always wanted. I had a lovely moment in the summer when I took my little girl um, whose school is right near there. So we, 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 we go after school and we started going in the mornings and I walked in to see... Um, a woman who's one of the actresses in Harry Potter, hissing, this is hell, as all the us parents all And I looked down to see who was talking to, and Charles danced, and his twinkly eyes were sort of smiling mischievously up at me. And I just thought, this is so Parliament Hill light, though, I love it. <laughs> the Joy of Swimming. Conversations about open water swimming, hosted by Pat Kelman. Hi and welcome to The Joyous Swimming. My name is Pat Kelman and this is the beginning of the official season two. I've, we've had a bit of a break uh, since the last episodes and um, I've got an archive of amazing interviews from last December and January that I'm going to be sharing with you over the next few weeks. And although it may be sunny sometimes outside right now, I think these interviews really encapsulate the... Uh, the feeling of being in cold water. And for those of us that prefer the winter for swimming than the summer, it gives us the opportunity to kind of recapture that feeling of being in the cold, really cold water during the winter months. And uh, my guest today is Claire Flaxon, who is um, a coach and a therapist. And I've had the pleasure since recording this interview of actually working with Claire for six weeks as a member of a a coaching program that she was facilitating she's a remarkable human being an absolutely amazing generous soul and this interview is absolutely lovely um it's been a real pleasure today on a damp saturday afternoon to just sit down and recapture the feeling of having this chat with claire when i didn't know her at all and just seeing so much generosity and so much openness coming out from from her words and I think it's a lovely interview about the emotional support we get from water but also just the sheer pleasure we get from it so without any further ado Claire Flaxton. I'm a, I'm a CBT therapist a cognitive behavioural therapist and I've um, had a lifetime of working in public sector as a social worker and running a mental health and wellbeing service at the university here in London and then gosh six seven years ago I moved went to live in the states had a child came back and just decided to set up on my own doing my own CBT practice and then I loved all of that but it, I loved the flexibility it gives me and lived, moved and lived in the area where we've got the ponds and I've always grown up around the heath but we kind of came back to live here and just got I, I, I love the Lido but I was always a summer swimmer and then I just see these people just keep going in and keep going in as it got colder and I just look at them and think you know what 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 stuff are they made of that they can go and do this and then I'd get more and more intrigued and think it kind of shifted from I can't do that there's something special and different about them to like hang on, you know, if they can do it, why can't I? And then I just had one summer where it was really hot. I've only been, this is my second year of swimming all the way through. So two summers ago, we were just going every day after school with my daughter. And I was like, I just love it here so much. I don't want to stop. 
and I'm just going to keep going and see how far I can go. And and then I just the buzz of it just became utterly addictive. And and then I started to understand what people are talking about. Like at first of all, I think it was a bit of a challenge to me of can I do this? Can I keep going in? And then it just became, I can't wait to get in the water. I just want to get in. I need that fix of the cold water buzz that it gives me. And, and, then, it, and then I just started to see things shift in me. Um, and because I'm a therapist, I'm really, as lots of people are, but you know, I spend my whole life thinking about how we, how we feel, how we understand the world, how we interpret our own emotions and thoughts and how we behave. And I started to see the connection for myself that I know lots of people talk about and there's, there's interesting research out there as well about it but just about how it how what an effect it had on my mood how much it it, it actually had a knock-on effect on my confidence that then had an unexpected knock-on effect on my business so it started to kind of influence my life in all these ways I hadn't ever thought of but just the the, the showing myself what I could achieve suddenly made me feel quite fearless and bold in other ways and then the, the kind of the energy and the buzz that I'd get from actually being in the water, just I remember leaving one day and, and, and walking out with, a, with an older man who was obviously been swimming for many, many years. And we just looked at each other and went, I feel like I can take on the world. I just feel like I can do anything. And he's like, yeah, we can. We can just, you know, we, we feel invincible. And it's just that feeling that got me utterly hooked on, on swimming. And now, and now, yeah, now I wouldn't be without it. And it's, kept me sane throughout lockdown for sure knowing I can go and get in the water um when when it's open <laughs> thank god it's open now in this bit I was really really taken with you talking about that that sense of fearlessness and that sense of resilience I guess yeah. might be the right word for that and Absolutely. and so what so what do you think it is about the experience of of doing open water swimming that actually helps you to kind of get that feeling I, th I think it's for me it's showing myself what I'm capable of when I put my mind to it so for me getting into the cold water um especially when it's really cold it, you know it's, it's it's a mental thing isn't it it's not it's a physical thing up to a point but it's really a mental thing where you you, you show yourself just what you can do what you can withstand what you can actually enjoy when you thought you couldn't and 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 I think this 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 flipping over when I see these people who are regulars there and think oh they're a kind of different kind of person it's, it's it's showing yourself that no if you just step into whatever you you want to try and want to do you show yourself just what you are made of and you show yourself that actually it doesn't matter you're just there for your own journey you're not there for what anyone else thinks of you you're not there to compete or to stay in the water longer than anyone else you're simply there in that moment for yourself and when I come come out of the water and then and then I apply that to scaling my business or doing something that puts me completely out of my comfort zone, that had the biggest unexpected change for me was was knowing that, well, I, I can, you know, I didn't think I could swim throughout the year in the cold water and I do it and I actually love it now. Or, you know, I can get in water that's a couple of degrees and 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 I don't just tolerate it, I like it. I kind of, it, there's a release, isn't there? When you put, when you sort of hand yourself over to the water almost and go, I'm in it, I'm just gonna be in it. And, and that to me translates so well to other areas of my life. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's that feeling of I can, if I can do this, I can, I can do anything I put my mind to. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, it's always that moment when I'm just standing 
I mean, I do a lot of sea swimming because I'm based in Cornwall. But, you know, I when I'm standing at the edge of the water and the waves aren't quite touching my toe yet, but so I don't quite know how, to, how cold it is. But it's that sense of, there's always a slight resistance, isn't it? There's always a slight kind of, am I mad kind of thing? Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> but then I just, when I get in there, it's like I've overcome that, that resistance. So it's like I've taken a step outside of my comfort zone. And yeah, and I've, I, unlike you, I found it's really re kind of widened out and spread out into the rest of my life, you know, in all sorts of aspects. It's interesting, isn't it, how you start off thinking it's simply maybe a physical thing or a mental challenge of of doing it, but actually, that it yeah, it seeps out into so many things and affects it. It's, it's self belief and confidence that then flows out into everything, especially if you've got beautiful settings like you've got in Cornwall. Although we were there in the summer and I was swimming in the sea and it wasn't on one of the beautiful hot weeks that we had. It was on a bit of a foggy rainy week. And my husband, who's from Brazil, uh, he would consider that cold water swimming <laughs> to be going in, in, the, in the sea in Cornwall in the summer. He thought I was crazy. And it's just it's just beautiful. Oh, it, it absolutely is down here. I'm, I'm very lucky to be where I am. But, uh, you know, the uh, Parliament Hill Lido isn't bad. <laughs> bad at all i've got the, the ponds and the lido are just they're two such special places the heath is a special place to me in general yeah I, I i take anything and everything goes up to the heath if i'm happy i go to the heath if i'm sad i go to the heath i need to get out there in the morning just be in it there's something about it for me that is really really special so to have the ponds is just awesome i love it and it's a completely different experience to the lido and i think i like i like the, the community of women and it being i go to the women's pond yeah. You walk in, it just feels magical. You walk down the lane that takes you there. You walk through the women only sign, and you're just in another world. And it so it's that whole experience for me is really special. But there's something about the Lido as well, the kind of 1930s kitchenness of it, the whole community of the people chatting in the changing rooms. It's just it's so much more than just being in the water. I think it's the whole experience of being in these places um, that adds to it for me. I love it. Yeah, and actually, it's interesting you're talking about community because that's something that that I've really discovered this year, well, particularly under lockdown, that there's this whole community of people on social media who do this. So do you, do you kind of connect with anybody at all? Or, yeah, do you have a, a little tribe, as it were? Yeah, I, d I do, but interestingly enough, not through the swimming through other, and they're probably people that you might have, have interviewed already. So um, Claire Brumby, I, she might be on your list if she's not already. And Karen, who I think you've interviewed yeah. already. So we're in each other's worlds in a business sense. And and then we all discovered that we like doing this. And so they've become, I always go and look out Claire's um, posts because she's always got pictures of her swimming in a, in a river that's near her. And it just inspires me. <laughs> keep going and when when the um the ponds and the pools outdoor pools shut down here karen and another woman we know who's in our our world as well in a business sense in, a, in an online business sense we we started to do a daily cold water cold shower challenge just to try and keep some acclimatization going and there is no way i would have done that without the the, the accountability and the check-in and just making it fun with these women who we can just we were posting like every every day we did five seconds more and kind of built it up 
Um, and then it made going back in the water so much easier. So yeah, that, that, know, finding that other people love this as well makes such a, such a bond, such an affiliation. But I, I kind of, I get it through, I think those people rather than being in specific cold water, cold water groups. Um, although I think that's a, that's a matter of time as opposed to preference. I think I'm just so, I'm online all the time that <laughs> I'm a bit saturated. I like the idea of it. I like the idea of having these places where you can can learn and discover new spots to go swim and just yeah, feel like there are other people that understand and get what you're talking about. Almost oh, definitely. And I've just been taking part in a thing called the 12 Bays of Christmas. Brilliant. <laughs> which was a that. thing that was designed to, to, to get us out of our usual routine and our usual spots yeah. and just start exploring new places around. I, lo- I really like that. It makes me wish I lived sort of on the coast so I could have more, much as I, I, I yeah, the Pond of the Lidos, I'm really happy I have them on my doorstep, but just being able to just drive along and just stop off and swim at different bays and different different parts, different rivers even, I just think it's really exciting. Yeah. And it's that idea, isn't it, that it, it doesn't shut just because summer shuts, you can just carry on and use this all year round. I love it. I love it so much. So what's your kind your kind of routine do you get do you go every day i'm not an everydayer at the moment i go um it depends is my answer to that i think at the moment i'm going two or three times a week and it's for me it's usually first thing in the morning as soon as the sun's up i'll go have a quick dip in the lido or the pond um i tend to lido is awesome for me because i could i have to do the school run with my daughter so i can just stop off on the way it's on my way home and one of the things I really like about the cold when it gets really cold is how easy it is to then fit it in my day because I'm literally in the water for a few minutes. It's not long at all. So it is something I can then keep doing regularly. I don't need an hour. I just quick dip. That's all I need. Get my fix of it. Get my buds. And I can feel myself like getting kind of hot walking to school with all my layers on and just thinking, oh, I just want to be in the water where it's freezing and just to reset. Um, but early in, in the year, I was going every day and that's was mainly because we had I had my my dad got seriously and unexpectedly unwell and that was another thing I meant I wanted to say about why what I think the benefits of cold water swimming are which was unexpected for me so going through a period where someone you love is going through something awful and he was in intensive care for for many months right at the beginning of COVID he didn't have COVID but he was kind of riding with the crest of it and so it's a stressful time and I found that getting in the water was just an amazing way to manage the emotions that came up with all of that. It was almost like a kind of a, a grief therapy to just go in the water and just clear your mind of everything. Like all you can focus on is your body, isn't it? When you're in the water, it just clears everything when it's that cold. Um, so then when I could see that I kind of needed something else for my own well-being and my own support, I, I'd, I'd go in every day and just it helped me through that really, really difficult emotional time. And again, I hadn't really thought about it in that way until I found myself doing it and going, what do I need? I need to go and get in the water and just clear everything away. It's amazing how the water just calls us, isn't it, really? That that sense of, you know, we, we, we somehow know that the water is what's going to give yeah. us what we need, you know? Yeah. It is. It's tuning in, isn't it? And asking yourself, what do I need right now? And the answer is often, I just need to get in the water. Whether that's big life things like grief or family illnesses and heavy stuff that's been going on this year with 
with all the, the lockdowns and coronavirus stuff for people. Or just, you know, when I feel my 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 tension rising, my stress rising, get irritable with my daughter, or I'm just feeling overloaded, it's the reset button for me is to just get in the water. And it yeah, it's it's magical. Yeah. What is it about that you think that that, that kind of gives it that quality of being able to help us to reset so effectively i mean I've, I've, it's i don't know the i don't know any answers i'm just always really interested in in what yeah. your thoughts might be about that and my thoughts and they are just my personal thoughts my personal experience yeah. is the it's the i always i haven't quite pinned down what i think the right phrase is i the nearest i can get to it is a sort of meditative quality of it but it doesn't i don't i don't feel like i'm in there kind of meditating but it's the shock of the water that just makes me have to really sort of laser focus on what my body's doing and to move and to swim in my breath because you know you get that that sucking in of your breath when you go in the water and you have to i have to really focus on breathing out and calming my breath down and kind of controlling what my body's wanting to fight against so it takes whatever's going on mentally and just makes me go into my body and that's all I can be aware of. But there's something about the kind of the, 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 the blast and the shock of that temperature that just gives a perspective for me. It's, it's really releasing. And, 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 it, and it just, yeah, I find it really, really, really calming. And then incredibly invigorating once I've got out. So it's that mixture of just sort of pushing it all away. Whatever's going on, it just blasts out of you. And then you come out just feeling recharged from the water and re-energized and renewed again. And then it gives me a perspective where I can just come back and go, all right, you know, we've got this. We can, things are okay. Even if they're not okay, things are okay. We can just, you know, one step in front of the other, keep going. And it's it's just empowering, I think, to be in the water. It just feels like you are, you can take on the world, whatever's going on. Yeah. And it's yeah. interesting because I think, I mean, I read somewhere it's about, I don't know, the fight and flight uh, reflex and the instinct we all have. And, as a person, I'm very much in my head, and, and you know, anxiety has been a big part of my story. And 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 you know, I my I have this washing machine brain that's constantly doing something. I'm I'm sure there must be a little bit of ADHD in there somewhere or something. But I I found this to be enormously calming and it really helps me with, with anxiety because yeah. I think you know I'm constantly living in this state of fight and flight and then the minute I get in the water it's like my body's going you know what this is what fight and flight really feels like yeah. <laughs> in a weird sort of way it's yeah. like re-educating my 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 my, re my responses to the world around me yeah yeah absolutely giving yourself a context and a perspective it's so great for anxiety and for and for depression and mood stuff to just be in the water like that. And there's when we when we're going in and our body goes into that 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 um, the cold water shock reflex. We want to. We, uh, you, you can either go down the road of panicking, can't you, and go like I can't get my breath. Oh my god! And that's where you start getting into trouble. And then so what we're all doing is doing it regularly is is learning to control that and calm it down. And so that calming down and, and that really focusing on the breath has a direct impact on our nervous system and all of the fight and flight stuff that's going on. So we teach ourselves that we have the mental capacity to override what our body is going into and the automatic responses. And that's such an important thing to learn, especially with something like anxiety, is that you can feel that panicky feeling or you can have anxiety churning around, 
but you also can have a choice in what you do with it and you can see it when you start to see it for what it is it's anxiety going on or it's, it's, it's that panic from the water happening but you can step out of that and give yourself some separation from it and decide what you're going to do it's a real tool for managing anxiety mood thoughts you know emotions all the rest of the time as well it's it's such a lovely thing to experience because it's so tangible and real isn't it when you're in the water oh yeah so it, it makes it so much easier to translate it to when you've got anxiety or washing machine brain turning around the rest of the time you know what you you've experienced it you know that you can calm it all down and kind of re recenter yourself and ground yourself and that's a lovely thing to teach yourself yeah it's it's just been this amazing lesson that i've yeah. you know i've received and uh it's it's that sense that I can I can acknowledge what my body is going through. I can acknowledge my body's feelings and still have a choice. Yeah. Absolutely. And the choice is so important. And it doesn't I think often we think that we have to kind of push things away or get away from the uncomfortable stuff really quickly in life. And we should always try and be positive and upbeat about stuff and we don't like those kind of more negative so-called emotions. But when you're when you're in the water having to deal with the feeling of it that's really uncomfortable, you'd absolutely, you show yourself that you don't need to get rid of it. You just need to give it some space and almost sort of sit with it. And then the power goes away from it because like, I always think about it as a release that, that when I'm in the water, I'm just kind of giving myself over to it. I'm not trying to fight the cold. I'm not trying to swim and get out as quickly as possible. I'm just letting myself sort of surrender to all of the emotions and the physical feelings. And, and that, that to me is such a mental thing that translates to all of these things that you're talking about. And I think it's a mindset shift, isn't it? When you start to understand that you're not just trying to tolerate it and survive it and sort of beat it. That's not what the aim is, is to beat the cold water. It's to just be in it and let yourself go in it. Then it becomes something really different. And that's, that's where I think the beauty lies in it. Um, and like you say, the choice that you can, then you can be in it. You don't need to, to fight it. And, and push it away and, and I don't know be victorious over it somehow I think a lot of people see it as a very sort of competitive thing you've got to mm. go in and, and, and show yourself how 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 you can beat the cold and stay in for longer and kind of push it and push it and that's that's not what it is that's not how it, it doesn't that doesn't work for me doing it like that it, it, it's no. about yeah and I've spoken to you know people who have lots of different approaches to their swimming like I've had some very competitive swimmers like doing it for the distance and the and the sport yeah. of it but you know I, I must admit I think the vast majority of people that maybe have been attracted to me to talk to me about it on the podcast are people who've who've wanted to 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 to, to see what the water can offer them in terms of connecting to themselves and connecting to nature and 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 dealing with challenging situations and you know I was talking to someone the other day who has had a lot of um a lot of pain, uh, physical pain a lot of, of of injury and actually the cold water has been amazing for her in in managing that um and it's also that sense that what what I often am frightened of can actually be quite exciting in a weird sort of way. So it's like, you know, being really cold and being frightened of the cold. Actually, it's an environment that I really in enjoy. Yeah, this is a, a brilliant thing to teach yourself as well. It's that 
you know, that's it's, it's two sides of the same coin, isn't it? It's just how we interpret it. And the meaning we give to it then really dictates how we experience it in, in a in a mental way. And so what we do in life, but also in a physical way, we, we process stress differently when we call it a nervous excitement or a challenge or something that we are scared of, but we're actively looking forward to. Our body then processes it differently and we don't get the sort of toxic feelings of it all. It, it's something positive in our lives. And that's, I, I like that way of looking at it a lot. Oh yeah, I've, I've found it in, incredibly um, enriching and, and empowering to be able to do mm. that. Um, and and also, of course, you then get rewarded with that amazing. <laughs> it's addictive. Buzz. It's addictive. Yeah, absolutely addictive. That feeling afterwards, I feel I come out feeling like my body is made of air, and I'm just kind of empty in a lovely way. And then the the tingles start. So. The only way I can describe it, and people who don't cold water swim think it, it sounds awful, but I feel like my body's on fire. Mm. And people that do cold water swim know exactly what I mean and go, yeah, and it's an amazing feeling. And it just, every bit of your skin just feels like it's alive. Um, and it is absolute, it's a buzz like no other. And it, it's really lovely and it's accessible to everybody. So why are we not all doing it? And it's, it's legal and it's good for you. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it ticks all the boxes. <laughs> doesn't it just you know and i and and that's the thing that i'm I, I i think that's part of what's been so amazing about the growth the phenomenal growth in in in, in swimming this year is the fact that it is something that that we can do that that costs very little or nothing depending upon you know where you go yeah. you don't need a huge amount of kit to do it i mean you know i i know people who've went out and bought like wetsuits and all sorts and that's great i i personally choose to swim out of a wetsuit but there's no there's no prejudice or bias there no. at all no whatever works for you it gets you in the water go do it but i think you're right we don't need to have a ton of kit i don't have anything i might get some of the, the gloves and the the, the the sock boots because i'm starting to feel my hands and feet are sort of getting me out of the water quicker than i might like but i swim in my normal swimming costume um and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. You don't I need to spend hundreds of Keep it as simple as possible. Absolutely. And and there's something great about that, you know. And and do you have any rituals to do with your swimming? I mean, some people I know have particular ways their clothes are laid out or whatever. Do you? Have... It, I, I've learned that when I'm getting out of the water, let's forget trying to fumble in the bag to try and find things. So, yeah, things are things are laid out so I can get my ritual when I get out is just get get dressed as quickly as I possibly can especially when I'm wearing the ponds because they haven't opened up the changing rooms yet so you're literally out under a tree getting dressed which you probably are if you're on the beach or somewhere like wild swimming and then it depends what I'm what I'm doing getting in the water if I'm in the Lido I'm I'm, I'm a wader I like to because our Lido stays shallow quite far so I like to kind of walk with purpose is how I think of it in my head. Just keep moving and then do a little dunk and then swim. And with the ponds, I've had to change it because you're in the water quicker, like it's deep. So I don't have that same sort of gradual easing in. And then so my ritual is just about focusing on my breath and just um, getting that controlled. And then just I just have my little, my little routine that I swim and it shortens as the water gets colder. And then I'm, yeah, I'm out and I've learned like no hot showers, no, you know, no nothing that will mess up my body warming up from the inside out. I just chuck on as many clothes as I can. And then 
uh, the little rituals I like are probably around the people. It's about walking out of the ponds and walking down the path where you can spot the people that are coming to the ponds and they can spot you. We have a little, there's a little knowing look where you just sort of go, you've just been in the ponds, haven't you? We kind of have a little nod and a little exchange. And that, I just love all of that. That's the kind of ritual of that is what's probably the, the nicest thing for me. Yeah, it's absolutely delightful. I, I get that all the time now. You know, when I'm walking out of the sea, um, I'm often coming out as other people are coming in and and it is that kind of all right yeah you kind of thing <laughs> going on you know and and but that little kind of smile that we all have and that kind of you know you yeah, can see I it can't it. you when someone's just done it you can see the energy coming off them um, oh, and yeah. I have people like quite far from the pond stop me and go did you have a nice swim this morning and I'm like I did like how could you tell um, they say you just look like you've been in the pond um, you can you can see the people that are uh, you know, they're radiating the energy off them, aren't they, as they come out? And I don't know about you, but my experience has been that it's such a a leveller of, you know, social status and everyone's just people when they're yeah. swimming, you know? Yeah. I love that about the age thing as well, because it's such a mix of ages where I go. And there are some incredible people who have been swimming for like 50 years um, getting on with it and it's just part of their daily life and then there's there's people like me that haven't been doing it so long and then there's the utter newbies coming along and everyone's just kind of helping each other out with it and it, I find it really inspirational to just see this is activity that 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 we all do you know yeah no matter where we're from how old we are what our social class is what our background is we're just there for the same reason and I can't wait my daughter's not old enough yet to go in the ponds but when she is I can't wait to introduce her to it and that feeling of, that it can kind of be passed down um especially at the ponds where it's the women and it's something about the different generations of women going there and all and just seeing i think it's inspirational for just to look and to see i see some of the women and there are some women in their in their 80s swimming and i just think god you know you're amazing and i want it, it makes me feel i can do that i'm going to be doing that when i'm your age as well such wood yeah. but it shows you yeah. what's possible doesn't it yeah it's 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 so inspiring to see all these people and that and that was something that I, cause I was very self-conscious when I got back in the water earlier this year you know I was I hadn't swum for a long time and I was very self-conscious about my appearance and my weight and all this kind of stuff to the extent that I even went and bought myself a rash vest so I could cover up a bit yeah. and actually I think that lasted about three swims because people genuinely aren't paying attention to what people look like at all no it's a totally different culture to a beach culture isn't it in the isn't summer just... when you're there and you're hanging out and you're lying in your, in your in your swimsuit or your bikini or whatever there's a much more of a feeling that people are looking at you in a different way or you feel self-conscious in a different way and so I, I feel the same I, I have no self-consciousness anymore about way you know walking off wherever uh, there's people looking all different shapes and sizes all different abilities and nobody cares. We're not there to, to to look a certain way in our swimming costumes. We're there just to get in the water and swim. And it's so accepting, isn't it? It's it's that that's something I hadn't actually thought about too much. It is. It's really changed the way um, the body, my body image as well, and the way I, I have this kind of respect for what my body can do, mm. which I had actually after I had my daughter as well. And then it fades and it goes into I don't like this bit. I don't like that bit. That's not how it used to be. And and yeah. Being swimming in this way, in this sort of culture and community where people couldn't give a hoot about what you look like, 
it, it's the same idea. It's like we're more interested in what our bodies can do and and the effect and the impact of, of it getting in the water rather than it being anything to be judged on about what you look like. It's really nice. Yeah, because one of the things that I kind of appreciate about my own body at the moment is that, you know, yes, I want to lose weight and yes, I am in the process of getting healthier. But actually, that means I can stay in the water a little bit longer than somebody who's really skinny. <laughs> I know that sounds like really, really stupid. But no, I that's... love it. It's like, a, it's like an added benefit, absolutely. Like, yeah, use it to your advantage then. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so have you have you found ways of maybe trying to integrate what you've picked up from that into your into your work and the work you do with clients and stuff? I, I talk about it a lot more. So I'm quite I, I I'm probably like you, I do a lot of my stuff on online on social media. I run I run Facebook groups and a, a, a paid membership on Facebook as well. So I'm I I I have to as part of my work kind of be putting a lot of stuff out there. And I and I just talk about cold water swimming because it's part of what I love to do. So people people know that about me and I've had people um start to do it for the same reason that you said at the beginning that you make something accessible and you show you kind of go well I'm doing it and I'm not an amazing swimmer or I've not done any special training for this I just acclimatize myself and be sensible but go and do it so I've had people in my world and my clients go and start using it and I certainly talk more about it as part of your well-being toolkit if you like that you can do for anxiety for depression um, for managing your stress all of these things I think by the nature of me talking about it so much people have started getting a bit more curious and, and I've had quite a few people this year start to do it who wouldn't have considered doing it before. And they're all doing it for their own personal reasons and, and their own personal journey. But yeah, it's certainly something uh, that, I, that I'm really interested in, in incorporating more into my work, especially as there's more research that comes out. You know, they're, they're doing so many more studies, aren't they? There's that, that one yeah. recently about the protein that's found that, that might help with, with dementias. Um, that are found in, in some people that cold water swim. That, you know, there, there, there's so much more going on that helps us understand exactly what the benefits are. And I think the whole Wim Hof movement, whatever you might think of him, you know, he's, he's really brought this awareness, hasn't he? And it's quite fascinating, I think, what he's what he's bringing to this and what he what people are understanding and just how mainstream it's made it. I think it's an exciting time for it all. Yeah, and in fact, actually, I found that I was instinctively doing Wim Hof breathing when I got in the water. You know, it was just, that was my natural response when it was cold. It was like, <sighs> you know, and next thing I know, I'm doing Wim Hof. Yeah, <laughs> without even meaning to. No, uh, exactly. I had an ice bath challenge booked in with him, but I think it's not going to be able to go ahead because of the coronavirus restrictions. But I, I'm really intrigued by just how much we can push ourselves with things uh, and, and find different ways of getting that cold water buzz that's not just about the water if you don't have anywhere near you that you can use there's all sorts of other things you can do to, to get some of the same same effects and benefits from it yeah it was really funny i was watching tv the other day and i was watching a, a show that was set in in the football world it was a comedy on i forget what it was what it was now and but there was a scene where this guy was like sitting in a sitting in a basically a, a wheelie bin full of ice and i was like I know what he's doing. <laughs> you know, it was like exactly, and I was like, that doesn't look too bad, you know. That, that's what I was just thinking. That's when we start to worry when we go, oh yes, I might get myself a wheelie bin and fill it up full of ice <laughs> and sit in it, and we think that that's normal to do. <laughs> so we've got to start worrying a bit. 
but it's cheap. I had the same conversation with a friend of mine who's a who's a who's a consultant psychiatrist, and, she, and she's just awesome. And she was we were talking about the benefits of like, well, a bathtub. You know, it's too much ice. How where'd you get all the ice for a bathtub? That's going to be very expensive if you've got to keep filling up your ice in your bathtub. So let's get a bin instead. <laughs> Just fill it up more easily and sit in it and it just it felt like a very normal conversation <laughs> to be having which probably for a lot of people seems slightly odd <laughs> yeah it would certainly strike me as odd actually i must admit but but actually not that's the thing it's one of those things that you know a year ago or two years ago i'd have thought that is genuinely not normal and now it's kind of like ah oh, that, that looks very appealing <laughs> yeah it's probably still not normal, but we just find it appealing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> so, Claire, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really grateful. If anybody wanted to find out more about you and what you do, how, how could they find you? They can look me up on my website, which is clairflaxon.com, or they are very welcome to come and check me out on Instagram or Facebook. Again, Claire Flaxon is my handle, or I've got a a free Facebook group um, for women I'm afraid for you men that are interested it's just for women at the moment and that's called think good feel good and I do all sorts of mindset and well-being and CBT work thank you very very much this has been so much fun what a treat before Christmas as well to come and have a natter about cold water swimming I love it and thanks so much to Claire Flaxon for spending some time before Christmas just having what I thought was a lovely conversation about open water swimming. And uh, yeah, as I said before in my introduction, it's it's such a joy to know Claire. And she's been a really fantastic and, and, and important part of my life for the last few weeks in my uh, business development. So I'm really grateful to Claire for, for joining us today. And... Yeah, talking about business development, I just want to mention that uh, I've set up a, a course called Podcast Your Passion for anybody who wants to create a podcast of their own. And if you went to patkelman.co.uk forward slash podcast your passion, all as one word, you can find out what I've been up to there. And it's been amazing just thinking about how wonderful this community is that's surrounded this podcast and you know I have neglected you all over the last few months but I'm so grateful for the amount of support and the amount of love for this podcast that people have been sharing and I've got a load of really good interviews coming up and yeah so please feel free to join the joy of swimming podcast uh, group on Facebook and also feel free to drop me messages on Instagram at the joy of swimming or at Pat Kelman if you can leave a review particularly if you're listening on Apple podcasts please feel free to rate and review the podcast because that does actually make a huge difference to the visibility of, of, of this show thanks ever so much for joining me today and I'll see you on the next one this time next week. Thanks a lot. Stay safe and happy swimming. Thank you for listening to the Joy of Swimming podcast hosted by Pat Kelman.
don't forget to subscribe to the podcast by pressing the subscribe button on the podcast catcher of your choice. Music by Phil Innes.